0: What's up, guys? What up? A, What's uh, up? so tonight we've got um uh, Missouri enduro series um geniuses, uh Matt Johnson, the race director. Um, and then what would you guys are you guys race coordinators, designers?
1: What'd you guys call them? Maybe? Elkin or Powell Pow Elkin, Elkin signature courses, yeah,
0: signature courses. Um We've talked to Jeff and and Matt before, Dave. You've not been on the podcast with us.
2: Oh, thanks so, for having me.
0: Um, I think a lot of people have heard your name, but maybe don't know where you came from or or who you are. Or, sure, uh, any of that kind of stuff. Do you have like a elevator speech to who you are? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll
2: just stick to my uh, to my uh, enduro background, not yeah. go into mountain bike racing background. But I grew up in St. Louis. Uh, went out to Colorado, was out there 25 years, okay. and work unrelated to mountain bike racing brought me back. Family brought me back to St. Louis, for, and uh, so brought the family here. And uh, been fortunate enough to be around enduro since it started in 20, started in the US since 2010, 2011, and um, fortunate enough to be involved with BME, EWS, and and all that fun stuff. And it's fun to come back here and be able to. Not just uh, uh, help out and 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 put these guys in a position to to really be successful, but to also actually be putting out a really great product. Um, the, the courses are are awesome, and you know, kudos to Matt and Jeff for getting approvals and all the hard work to to you know give us the opportunity to to do this high level this high level stuff.
0: Yeah, so we just got done. Uh, Chubb Enduro was a couple weekends ago, a um, couple weeks before. That was a Greensville Enduro. Um, I know the shop here was full of people from Iowa, Wisconsin. People are traveling from all over the Midwest um, to come to this series. Uh, a lot of the people, this is their second year, so this is kind of, I guess, what would we call it, the third season of the Missouri Enduro Series?
1: Uh, really the second uh, series, uh, second, second year, full season, second yeah. full season. The first third year. Chubb we. Enduro. Right. Third for Chubb, but second for the series. And Dave Elkin is the one who pretty much, we were out there riding, he goes, guys, we could do an enduro out here at Chubb. And we're like, okay, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, because Jeff kind of had a little bit of it, but I definitely had not. I just know a lot of people like to do it. So uh, Dave was like the ones like, we could definitely do something out here. And uh, we started from there so
0: is there any i mean there's obviously like the southern enduro series here in the midwest is there any other enduro series like anything up north that takes place
1: there was but there's not one this year okay that's so, why there are people here from wisconsin and indiana and ohio
0: yep and this, this is their second a lot of the, everybody who came into the shop they've been here for they raced last year they came back again so obviously they had a good experience um last year and kind of i guess Your first full season. What do you guys? Is is there anything that's kind of happened in this second year that you're excited to see that that it's kind of a big improvement from maybe your first season? Or
1: I would say for our rough cuts, I think they've improved tremendously for us getting permission to do the rough cuts into the trails that we find that we should send enduro down to where it's not so much a quote unquote flow trail. It's more rugged, more technical, more steeper. Um, so I think uh, th- this this year we've really stepped our game up for the rough cuts. And as for Greensfelder and Chubb, it just happened. Or the stoke is still high from Greensfelder that was four weeks ago, yep. and uh, people are still going on about the rough cuts and areas that we've sent them down, and then also. Uh, I'll go ahead and go right into Chubb, is uh, the blind stage that Jeff and Dave both have uh, produced for that race was amazing. Everybody loved it. And then what we did for a uh, rough cut, which we ended up being stage seven, was so steep. It It wasn't one of those. Both races were like, okay, get to the start, let off the brake and go. It was bike handling skills right. on both courses that Jeff and Dave produced.
0: Yeah, dude, there was a couple of drops in there that were pretty tight and narrow that got thrown in. I was like, how are people coming down that in bike, especially at race pace? So, um, yeah, you did not make it easy. And, and no. the B lines really served a pretty big penalty, which I think is a really cool aspect that it. So, big risk comes big reward.
1: Correct. That is correct. We wanted to give those who wanted to take the big risk, the reward of the time, not having so much time on their clock and uh being able to ride those technical sections and I think uh it was awesome. I mean with Greensfelder we had eight stages yep. which you know normally you normally do that in a two-day event, but we were able to get it all within 17 miles so uh what was the elevation 24 2500 mm-hmm. feet uh of that so that was amazing but then again you go to chubb and that was 13 to 14 miles and you did 2400 feet of climbing 27 27, 27. sorry no, 27
0: that's right 27. how many how many riders did you end up having at the greenfield or How greenfield 161 wow. that's yeah
1: 161 that's racers that's a lot. so that was huge. And I, I do recognize Jeff and Dave both at the races and they're the masterminds behind courses. Cause, uh, there's sometimes like, no, Dave, we can't go there.
2: well, we, <laughs> well we, uh, You know, there's, there's a couple things. The, the, uh, we like to make sure that the B line, the fastest person down the B line should be slower than the slowest person down the A line. If you're, if you don't dab and, if you don't dab and you and you ride the a line you should be rewarded um that's for a second we you know we we also have to guinea pig these these things sure. you know and uh um we uh uh the the drop on four remember was that what's yeah. the chickapin pin uh, drop uh, five five five, stage uh, five, uh, stage five you know we mm-hmm. guinea pig that and we knew it was a slow speed technical drop right. and it also had a, a had a little bit of a, a hairpin a, turn a, a mental you know, you, you have to, it's an enduro in, it's an enduro out. There's no, there's no berm. There's no nothing. You have to figure out, is it a slow speed drop or do I let go of the brakes and send it? And it also had a, you know, you took off up here, but your eyes almost made you look like you were going to take off on that next little ledge down, Mm -hmm. but though you had to go off up top. That's why. So it, it was a, it was a, it was a great, simple, but good challenging drop. Um, that could be modified any any way a rider wanted to approach it, and uh, you know we had to, but we we always we always guinea pig it. So you we're, know. we're supposed to take turns guinea pigging. <laughs> he,
3: he looks more like a guinea pig than us, So, <laughs> I mean, <let> him <laughs> so there
0: were seven stages, stages at job. How many of them were rough cut?
1: Uh, there was all uh, not one stage was a complete full rough cut. Okay. Uh, you had stage 6 stage 5 and stage th- 4 and stage 7 had rough cut on them right. on oh, them right. yeah 1 right? of
2: 4 started with rough cut rough cut right you'll always right. have a little, bit, have a little of, bit of rough just so you can maximize especially here in missouri you want to maximize the vert wherever vert. possible mm-hmm. so if you can get an extra you know 100 100 200 feet of trail and get maybe an extra 40 feet of vert in that stage like stage one right you're gonna rough cut in the start plus Mm. plus here that helps reward somebody on a flat pedally section because if they can get if they can maintain speed then that's that's great also it's a it's a nice challenge versus um you know you want to try to avoid really punchy uphills wherever wherever possible but uh, stage one works out great and the technical right. side
3: of setting up the timing is also crucial. Oh, yes. Because yeah. at yeah. Chubb, we don't have all the alternate trails like we did at Greensville. we Red had plenty of ways to get to our stages right. without getting near the stage. At Chubb, we're, we're backtracking ourselves. We're coming too close, so we would have to get the, the beacons off the main trail so we'd have our start and finishes in unique areas. Right. That way we can pass through there when we're using it as a transition and not have to worry about the beacons getting set off. Of so there's, there's a whole lot going into it.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, just looking at like the race results from Chaba, I think it speaks a lot to kind of the course design. I, I think we saw a lot of people on the podiums and do really well in that race that maybe have never done so well in a race. So, I, you know, it really it, it seems like anybody can kind of come in and compete in these races. Right. Because everything is so new because there is rough cut sections on every trail and everything's going to be a little bit different. So it keeps, you know, even the local folks from having too much of an advantage or somebody who maybe has done the race before or is kind of has an idea where these lines might be and be in practicing. You guys completely mix things up. It's great.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, like we said, it's a bike handling course. You got to be able to handle your bike and know when to be on the gas and know when to be on the brake, um, which I think these guys put way too much more thought into <laughs> what
3: yeah we're having fun,
2: well, we're we're having having fun. Our bikes there's there's nothing neater than than going that you know jeff and i did that role in first right and we and and you're right looking off at the trail right you're, you're, you're going <laughs> i i went there i got all padded i i literally what would we go we went there for an hour i had an hour, an hour to spare right i go i am not leaving until i'm not i am not leaving i woke up in the middle of the night i'm not leaving until i ride it forget it we're going got into armor and the whole nine yards and we're all up there looking. I go, look, I, I you know, when you do stuff, that's the stuff you, we do a, a lot. It's just shepherd mountain is, has a section just like that. You don't even think about it, Not shepherd. You just, you just go down the waterfall, mm-hmm. but here's a brand new feature at Chubb. You've ridden Chubb gazillion times. Even though I moved away for 25 years, I grew up at Chubb, right? right? You know, everything here. You're like, I don't know. I, my pedal did this or that. It's like, Okay, I know if I put my front wheel there. And so, all of us, the first time we rode, and people were calling me, How did you do it? How did you learn it? And I said, Look, just go off the trail the first time. Don't worry about the right turn at the bottom. Just
3: those riders get the advantage of it already
1: being written in. Where when we get down there,
2: yeah, it's fresh, fresh. fresh. there's no
0: line. And we're trying to
1: figure out where to put the (laughs) front wheel, when you should bunny hop, when you should pedal, when you should, you know, go. And that's that, that takes way more time but then by the time they get there it's all blown in and taped off and we like all right this is the area you want to try to do and everything but there's so much people just don't see the work that these guys and i put into it to get to that finished product
0: yeah i think you know and i talked with jeff and matt prior to come leading up to the green and duro and we talked about how Greensweather was going to be maybe a little bit easier of an Enduro, um, great for beginners and a lot of brand new and, you know, beginners were at that race, which was awesome, mm-hmm. but I didn't really hear anybody complaining that the race wasn't, or the the stages weren't difficult enough or anything along those lines. So mm-hmm. I think it, it, that degree of difficulty, and there was enough, you know, tricky sections in there to where nobody felt as though that was, you know, over overly simple or anything along those lines so how what i i assume you're just working on this all year and you guys already have plans for next year <laughs> well you
1: know, while we're uh, cleaning up the course or setting up the course for each race it's already happened we are like oh look at that <laughs> i didn't see that last year or oh look at that i found this uh, awesome
3: uh, a-line for queen while while i was pulling <laughs> Oh, look at this. Yeah. This, yeah. This would include a rock, a gap and a slab.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So right. Next year. <laughs> we're already, I mean, if you would see his arsenal of maps that he has and different versions of Chubb and different versions of Greensfelder and where to go, I mean, we're already working on it. And you know, what's it's wild. It never stops.
2: You know, it's interesting. And I, and I would say this when I'd be riding with, with Jeff, when I was commuting back here for work for the last five years and i and I'd be riding these trails that were built. And, you know, the thing is, is, is we say rock, rough cut, but really the only stage, like you guys were saying, the, the blind stage on, on six, six was, was rough, but that was only the bottom quarter. Correct. Okay. And, um, all, not even all of, even it's, even though it appeared like it's a rough cut, yeah. uh, eight at, Greensfelder, right? No, Greensfelder. Yeah. It, even Greens- though it appeared to be a rough cut, that was an established trail. From right. The camp. That hadn't been used. so. What's What's real interesting is really all we're trying to do is is find unique ways to connect the already quality contouring trails that are there. So if you look at how we kind of approach Greensfelder, like the way Jeff did, uh, what was the the drop? Not the drop, but the you know the super long downhill was a stage six. Not Matt's crack, the other one.
1: Uh, You know, the way he did that was just
2: basically the existing trail, but instead to avoid a couple of uphills and to give it some spice, you just figure out how to connect the switchbacks. And uh, when you start doing that and you start straightening out the trail in just a few key spots, it goes from cross country to enduro real quick. And the terrain here is just fantastic. It really is. There's there's aspects of all these parks with either – I mean, even, in, um, uh, uh, stage six at, um, Klondike Klondike. That's established trail. None of that. NGA. 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 None of that was, none NGA. of that was rough. Cut. Yeah. None of it as all. There, it was already including there including the slab, yeah. including the roll in left turn. It was all there. Right. Yeah. And, and so we had to create a beeline on it. Right. We had to, we, we had, rough had cut a in the beeline. Right. But the, the, the point is, is the terrain here is excellent. The, the, the trails that have been built are excellent and for enduro it's just a matter of
1: tweaking tweaking some, it something. here and there to yep. make it work we yep. don't have what bme is able to do at ironton to where they can go and do oh from point a to point b it's going to be all 100 rough cut uh we don't have that opportunity yet yeah. maybe <laughs> one day but uh we don't have an opportunity yet but uh, uh what BME is able to do down in Arnton is huge. And I don't know, is there any other parks that allow you to do that? At, so uh,
2: we do. I mean, you
1: get to do a section yes, here and there, but is there all 100 percent?
2: Yeah, we'll do full yeah. top to bottom rough cuts at venues that allow it. A lot of times um, out west, you have a mix of uh, some ski areas are 100% private property, right. some are US Forest Service portions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, one of the reasons Angel Fire is such a an, um, a great bike park is it's 100 percent on private property, mm-hmm. so they can go in, tweak what they want, do what they need to do, this and that. They don't have to ask for permission. For permission. Uh, Big Big Sky is is the same way. So Big Sky, a lot of a lot of years, will see a new rough cut. Mm-hmm. At Big Sky, top to bottom of a new for a new stage that no one's ever seen before.
0: And do those stay a lot of times?
2: Yes, and that's what that's what we're really proud of. Um, not not to uh, digress into BME, but one thing we like to do is when we go to Shepherd, we want to make sure that the the three new rough cuts that everyone's going to get to ride are now permanent trails on their network, right. right? Kind of like the two last year; those two are now there. They're cut in. They're maintained. they're signage and when everyone rides the especially the front side um uh, mountain street i mean i it's just it's so it, much fun it's so much fun, so much fun. complete mm-hmm. with the, with a full on north shore slab so bme it's, is great.
0: coming up in a couple of weeks it is yeah yeah uh, are we going to talk about it, bme now yeah no. it's sold out uh,
2: so it, so it's not sold out people can still sign up cool. part of the reason it's twofold why it's not sold out last year it sold out because we didn't quite understand our capacity sure we didn't we didn't quite know how how it would run and we didn't want we wanted a great experience now that we know how many people we can handle we were able there's no um restrictions from land property owners and such there so it's really on us to make sure we just can manage it and we can handle 400 easy so we have more than last year, but it's still not sold out. So then, anyone can still sign up through BigMountainEnduro.com.
0: And that's a uh, two-day event?
2: It's two days this year, yes. It'll be two days of practice, practice Thursday, practice Friday. And and the town uh, will be running shuttles for practice. And it's a discounted ticket for $15, and that'll be out in the BME newsletter coming up. Um, the expectation and the reason why it is a a half price ticket is because we we know their uphill capacity is what it is they're going to add i think three or four shuttles so um the hope is is you're not going to you're going to come down there there's going to be a line but maybe you get two or three rides up in a day for $15 so to minimize your pedaling on practice days and we think there's a value there for the town and for the racer so um the town's going to do that Saturday and Sunday is 100 pedaling. It'll be five stages on Saturday, four on Sunday. Are they running the shuttles for spectators? Spectators on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, spectators yeah, sure on Saturday, Sunday, and um, if the weather is is good, I'm finally going to get my on mountain DJ at the top.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want. I've always wanted. To, I saw the minute I saw that hub up. You know the 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 is hub there up there. Up there? We'll we'll bring power up Uh, there, uh, just a generator. Yeah, we'll get a generator and our sound system up there. And uh, on Saturday from 11 to 1, yeah, we're gonna have a a uh, DC is our um, is our uh, MC. And uh, if you don't know DC, he's uh, he does uh, uh, but he does X Games, Do Tour, uh, he's a he's a uh, TV um, commentator and uh, an outstanding dj and uh he he loves mountain biking great rider and uh yeah i'm probably he's probably his head's getting real big right now but uh right. yeah he's he's a great guy you'll, you'll, you guys will love him and uh i told him hey you're going to the top of the mountain yeah. and he goes whatever you need boss yeah. <laughs> all
0: right so and that that's interesting to kind of bring the point of how BME ended up at shepherd mountain and that was a really big deal for missouri and i think you know in people uh, with shepherd with the race last year um i think it really was eye-opening for people traveling here to missouri and what was possible on trails. So i think it really can open the eyes for the area but a lot of people don't or how did you get uh big mountain enduro here what went into that from what did that look like
2: well it's it's an interesting story it, it was it happened very quickly yeah. um but I, I not to go to go backwards real quick, I think Shepherd has n- not just opened people's eyes to Missouri; it opened Missouri's eyes to Missouri. Sure. And I think the success of Shepherd, BME or no BME, what Shepherd and what Clinton and 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 Alex and all and, and Dave Schultz and those guys put together down there, and the mayor um, and everybody involved—they bucked the trend of what everybody and every municipality was building. And holy moly, did they put something together that isn't just good, great, it's it's absolutely top of the mark. And by seeing that, it 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 gives these guys the abilities to do something like that at Chubb. Go, okay, now we know what the waterfall looks like. We know racers in Missouri, at least maybe they can maybe, maybe some can ride it and some cannot, but at least they know what they might see at a Missouri enduro. And uh that's that's to credit. Shepherd and yeah. what they put together. So, so now to rewind, what it, it all started with um, the, the, the first and Enduro. I, I really wanted to see, I, I remember cross country racing in Missouri all those years, and it was always a great experience, but it, it felt like it was becoming a um a, a weekly activity, if you will. It was, it, it, it was, a, it was, it was, let's show up, let's race, let's leave. Yeah, and there's, and, and, and there's a vibe to Enduro. That we want to capture, that that we want to see, and when I saw, I I, di- I, I fractured three ribs in that enduro on the course. That was my idea. <laughs> on the jumping. Yeah, yeah. No, I was wearing hey, no, hey, armor. Was no armor. No uh, armor. Anyway, anyway. So, so, but I got to mingle with everybody, ride the course. People were having a blast. It was it was going exactly how we want to see. It's not about. Can I ride this section? It's about completing the adventure with your buddies. It's about talking to people. Hey, how did you handle that section? Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, sure, you can. Just put your wheel here and de- de- de-. that's what we want to see. And then the and then the after effects at the at the everybody showed up at the at the party at your at your place and the um yeah, man, and the there. and the brewery. Everybody was there. Yeah. And I said, okay. Okay, I know we've got the basis to justify a discussion of a BME here because I had heard rumblings of the shepherd mountain stuff. Yeah. And then when I went there and I saw yeah. um, um, it's, ki- it's kind of funny when I see the, you know, the famous wooden roll in, to be honest, that's the last thing you want to do to promote us to, you know, to, to come to your place. We don't, we don't, we're not wooden feature type guys, but I went there and I walked it. I think Jeff, you were there. We were in the Humvee and, oh. and then we rode it and poof are all the trails going to be like that yes you know i call brand brandon you know it's one of those chain reactions and and it's probably one of the first locations we've ever gone to Well, no, purgatory last year was another one but very rarely do we go somewhere where the trails are that we're going to race are not completed completed yet and uh and then tony came in um um, our event director last year but uh, uh um been around the enduro scene for a long time and his, his opinion is well respected flew him in stayed with me we went down there jeff and i went down there again and we walked uh mineshaft mm-hmm. only to just below the the spiral mm-hmm. and she's just going are you serious this is here and every time i go to shepherd i'm riding it going i can't believe this is here and it's it's just fantastic so anyway, that's really it in a nutshell. We we saw the possibilities. We saw the commitment from the town um, when it was announced on Pink Book. It practically broke the site. Right? People going, what? Wow. Missouri. Missouri. And it's it's a sh- it's it's a great it it, it it was just awesome how it just grew organically um, from there, and uh, I couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah, and I think the things are successful here a lot because of the people that are here and, you know, and like you said, seeing everybody show up and then after the race, even though it was 40 degrees and raining all day and there was other things to be concerned about, everybody still showed up afterwards, you know, and prior to that, um, like when we were trying to do the Eureka Mount Bike Park, everybody showed up to that, the city, people see that, people take notice of that, so, you know, when you're signing up for a bike race or whether you're just going to support it and go watch, um, you know, your presence there makes a big difference. So whether you're racing or not, I mean, ideally just sign up and race, you can get Mm -hmm. last place. It's not a big deal. Um, But um, yeah, it makes a big difference to people that are here. And, you know, I remember with Derrick Mountain Bike Park, we had to fight to get stuff in and everything was, well, that's too big. That's too dangerous. That's too this and that. And that's a good point. That conversation really stopped happening as much once Shepherd was built because it kind of raised the bar up Mm -hmm. here. And then everything else was like, oh well, they've got that down there, so we can do that here. You know, it
2: like, it, it cool. helps and it helps a ton. And and Matt, Matt, that first year with Chubb, the way the way the whole event came together, and as well as it came together, and, and the way the the um the uh, I always say the word vibe, but the way the excitement and the and the stoke level just went all the way through awards, which just doesn't it's hard at our events. It just is very difficult to maintain that. And when I saw that, I just, I just knew it. I, I, you just know it. You've been around, I've been doing events for 20 some years, you know, it, you just know it. And then so, oh, a, that's, a, that's a, the a thing. Good job,
1: thank you. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing as a race promoter. I, yes, I'm promoting the come out and race and try to get on the podium stuff. But at the end of the day, it's all about the experience that's what i'm promoting the experience and i think everyone that comes to all of my events enjoy the experience even if they don't get on the podium or they don't walk away with any swag i try to keep the stoke high throughout the whole day there are issues that come up and i try not to show them to the spectators or the racers we had a few come up so but we dealt with them and uh and I think at the end of the day, when everybody left that park, either it be Greensfelder or Chubb or St. Nars, they really enjoyed the
2: experience, even as a spectator or a racer. And
1: and, and that's the
2: thing. He created in a, in a, a day-long event that you wanted to be at and you wanted to f- finish. The minute it – be. look, the competition is key. But like I said just a few moments ago, it's about completing the day. Did you try something that you were – not gonna do before did you did you did you complete chubb was a big day this year that yes. was a big That's, day yeah and, and you know what's also neat that we
1: seven well you know no, it's only 14 miles with 2,700 feet of elevation but but
2: Greensfelder not so much Chubb is close but Greensfelder you know one thing we talk about at BME is is we, we call it a net net right did you descend for every foot you climbed and if you're doing that then you're you really get you really on your game greensfelder did you ever go up something you didn't race down no no that's pretty <clears throat> i mean that's jeff that's yeah. he's he's you know it's just stuff we talk about when we're when we're riding is is okay 1500 vert of descending that's fine wait 3000 vert of climbing to get to that 1500 feet of descending i don't care if you're in durango or or illinois that's a problem right So, um, you, you want to try to balance it out and, and, uh, to get it every time you go up, you race down. That's, that's always the goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And I think so uh, over the 14 miles, I think it was fastest time, 14 minutes, something.
3: 1411 1411 14, 14, that college kid from Lindenwood <laughs> yeah from Lindenwood grant. yeah i saw him up there was it grant? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, grant yeah grant grant and that's what was so cool about him. is that there was a lot of people that were on the podium at Greensfelder that weren't on the podium for chop yep. so uh, that was huge to see to me to see that i see that the sport is growing and there's more people coming in to do these events yep and then also you know i am picking on jeff but he had a mechanical and at the end of the day, he just had a mechanical uh so there's nothing he could have done about that you know but i'm just glad to see that there's other people that are coming to these events that had never come to do them yet still he's, he's those- talking about with
3: his podium is i i heard a lot of chatter uh, since i was racing Mm-hmm. You get to hear the racers talk, too, and they're ones that got on the podium that didn't get on a Greensville, but that was their goal. They, were, they knew they were within seconds, where they made this little mistake, or sure. they didn't get the person in front of them enough space, so they caught them, and they missed the podium just by that much, and now they're on the podium at Chubb, so they had their goal set, and you hear the success stories, is it just awesome.
0: Yeah, I've heard that complaint from a lot of people who that was the one place where they feel they should they could have done better was not giving somebody enough space in front yep. of them uh, before they did their their run, which I find to be an interesting excuse sometimes. Yeah, well, right. that's a it learning is, that's a learning, a learning
2: curve. curve I mean, yeah. you know, we have BME, we we have uh, designated start times, but I mean, with with these these um, high tech Timing systems now, there it's literally it's 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 on the racer almost to decide when yeah. it's the right time for for them to drop.
1: Yeah, they um, need to ma- communicate with the person in front of them that's yep. getting ready to drop. Yep. Hey, what kind of rider are you? Are you a beginner? Are you in, in, intermediate? Or are you uh, expert? Or what are you? You know, Taking
2: the B lines or the A lines,
1: right? right. You know. Yeah,
2: and you'll never know. You know, was there a rerun, or it, was somebody having a mechanical and is way late, and now a um, you know, an amateur is mixed in with the <clears throat> the, uh, the expert category. It happens a lot. And so you really need to be conscious of who's, who's in front of you. But, well, in
0: like the pro category, wasn't between like fourth, fifth, and sixth, wasn't it like 10 seconds yeah 10 seconds seconds. i was was sixth. yeah (laughs) yeah it was 10 seconds yeah Yeah, there was a couple people who were like a tenth of a difference uh
1: oh yeah it it is determined between a hundred tenth of a second that's how good these timing systems are i mean because
3: i think it's a perfect too because uh dayton and i tied the exact same score after eight Uh, stages at Greensfelder, exact same time
0: yeah just like looking at the race results when I, when I kind of looked at him and just seeing everybody's times, it was very consistent throughout all the categories and, and everybody was around the time. And I think that, again, speaks how well designed the course was. There wasn't these huge variations of no. people were completing or not completing. Um, everything was kind of to be expected. Like yeah. so That was what was most exciting for me. It wasn't, you know, we see that often with cross-country races it's kind of the same it's jeff powell on the podium getting first place every single time (laughs) but with this enduro especially you know you guys throw in surprises like the blind stage or maybe on race day a line's a little bit different or something along those lines so you know that really just makes it more exciting for people who are coming in to kind of know they might have a chance at that Uh, right Um, so that's a really cool thing that I, I think sets it apart from other racing that you can do here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So, you know,
3: they'll find that at most venues, yeah, yeah. that's just here at MES, But other other places I go, that's the, that's one of the fun factors is they they throw a wrinkle in there. To the make sure that the locals don't have everything, mm-hmm. which is why
2: it's hard at a bike park. Yeah, right. You lap the you lap it and you lap it and you lap it. I mean, you know, um, Winter Park. We go. You know, we go to Winter Park often. We're we're, we're taking a um, we're taking a year off from winter park uh this year um but i know we'll we'll be back at winter park and um you know there's people that could ride rainmaker in their sleep <laughs> right literally their eyes closed they've just done it so many times so it's a place like winter park is really tricky so we throw in a couple of these these backcountry stages and and it's really been great at winter park and we've and we, we're really doing a, we're really making a conscious effort to add more backcountry stages in, at all of our at all of our stops. So um, every location will have, well, Big Sky already has a backcountry feel. There's one side of the mountain that is definitely less bike parky than than the other, um, and it doesn't really matter because that place is absolutely lo- loony steep. Uh, but point is, um, you get sections that people just aren't riding regularly. They can't because they don't exist, or they just don't ride them enough because it's a back country and not lift served, so you just can't get the laps on them. So, um, you know, what one thing I want to talk about real on, on BME and and to, and to bring Jeff, Jeff in for sure, you know, Jeff's going to be um overseeing all of the expo and our uh and our headquarters area for uh, BME throughout the whole season. So, I want to welcome him, okay. and, and uh, it's exciting to be with my with with with, with Jeff for all hey, this. Jay. Um with that said, I wanted him to talk a little bit about for the the racers and the uh, family members and spectators that are coming down for Ironton. There, it is going to be a big. It's going to be a. It's going to be. I'm going to go on a limb and say it's triple the size of last year.
0: And last year was amazing. I I was absolutely blown away. What you know, the kind of headquarters, the city looked like. Just the, everything was put together so well by BME and also by the city of Ironton um so yeah i mean judging by how you guys kind of stepped everything else up this year i would expect it's going to be <laughs> pretty insane it's, too it's a
3: lot bigger this year i mean i've been working on the footprint for the for the village these past few weeks <clears throat> and we're filling up the streets where last year we had we went the bme side we went up wayne street mostly and right. we had a couple up uh, main street right and uh this year we're pretty much going all the way both directions right. we got we've got big teams coming in we've got new vendors coming in uh, Ironton's bringing their own locals they got their five or six vendors that are coming in mes is bringing most of their sponsors that are coming down also
2: to be a part of it and uh, it's, it's going to be set up run, run through some of the we, we try to avoid mentioning specific riders but if you know sure. the teams you can uh Form your uh, guesses. Yeah, You, know, you can right. form your guesses. So <laughs> no, Those I'll are like... the little
3: things I have to watch where I step. I know I can and can't say certain things that I'm not supposed to, whether the BME has their, their ways. But uh, I know that the teams that I'm hearing about are specialized. Yeti, Pivot, I-9, Maxis is bringing a big team.
2: Uh, who else am I forgetting? Pivot. I always mispronounce it. Farazi. Uh, for- 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 uh, for- Oh, I didn't know they were coming. I mean, we should just pick them up. Fazari. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and,
3: and I'm just, such a Ferrari <laughs> fan. Yeah, Fizari, and yeah. and to that point, I mean, I can go two days without talking to Brandon, the owner, and find out we've already picked up somebody else. And I gotta go back and add uh, them in there. So we we, we are Intense.
2: Constantly. Intense. Is it intense? Yes, intense? No, I haven't heard about Intense uh, yet. But, yeah, Intense.
3: Um, mm-hmm. and those are the those are the team names that are coming. we still have lots of other sponsors and vendors that are also gonna be there. Uh, Shimano, Fox, Pac. Uh, Ball and Cycle, Southside, Trail Labs. I think Bar- mm. is Barley coming? I'm Barley sorry.
1: RVs coming. Wheels up. Um, Wheels up. Wheels up. Kudos up. to
2: Cody and his coaches. What an amazing – I just want to just yeah. – what, what do you say? That's amazing.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cody's um, coming. He's bringing the trailer. And working. we're working with Lacey and Arrington to bring the ramps too. So many can those set up. Yeah. So that
0: was a really cool job. Obviously, you're involved with wheels. Yeah. <laughs> he wears many hats. I was actually
2: <laughs> thinking, this. we should have like this this, this wheel where we spin it and it's just <laughs> head around it. And, yeah. and then it stops on whatever you yeah, do The wheels up
3: drill team is just incredible. What, what Cody created and designed and then the chemistry of the right coaches together. I don't know about the other, three, the other two fractions of Springfield and Kansas City. I haven't talked to them enough. They showed up to Greensboro in force. But here in St. Louis, we the coaches we have uh, we just for example last night we were at Bluffview, we played fifteen to eighteen of our kids out there doing the downhill line and the jump line, and they were having a blast. And these kids got incredible skills, and they throw it down on an enduro course too.
2: I mean, they're they're only a minute behind some of the experts and pros. Yeah, wait wait till their times are in the yeah. I mean, I couldn't uh, believe it. Our groms, yeah. When you see the BME, uh, the grom category, uh, the top. I bet the top six kids would be top oh, fifteen.
3: Oh, last, last year yeah, the top Ron was a, was ninety seconds faster than they. I'm not saying I'm faster than, me, but it's sure. just that, that's it's, where they were. Just... You know, I've been doing it for a while, but that's how fast these guys yeah. are. That he's talking about, they are just insane. Um, and credit to you, back at you, mountain bike shed. Yeah. I mean, we got all these kids, but they're always talking about their, all the shops they're going to: mm-hmm. Fallen Cycles, Trailhead, Bike Center. Yeah. Um, I think somewhere up in St. Charles is that momentum up there. Oh yeah, so they're all talking about theirs because we're bringing in everybody from all over St. Louis for for what, when we had our Wentzville kids were down practice. We had two new kids from Wentzville I heard about it, and they wanted to come down, so they practiced with us last mm-hmm. night.
0: Well, and that was a big part for me and wanting to open the shop was I knew we had to get younger riders into the sport, and that's something that this Enduro Series has finally done is it kind of legitimizes for kids what they're doing, so when there is big races in town when you have things like BME coming to town and all these factory race teams or now when you show up to uh the chubb enduro the greens enduro uh wheels up has got a full pro setup for uh wheels up it up is, some, it, pro is setup. it is a pro setup yeah, God, it's, got it, got it's really cool because it legitimizes <clears throat> the to kids to where now if you're a 13 year old like you know have it, you just had a 13 year old in the shop today he's talking about his full suspension bike there's these there's teams that he can join. There's a race series. There's pros coming to Missouri. He can take his parents down to go watch that race and it helps them justify like, mom, I needed a $3,000 bike. And they're like, <laughs> why would I spend $3,000 on a bike? And be are like, well, here there's this, this, and this going on. So without that, you know, we're not able to be able to help those kids be able to find that, that new passion and, and everything else. Cause you know, when you compare it to other sports hockey's, Baseball—they're way more expensive than oh, mount know. biking. I agree, and and
2: and also with with the ability to have these tops of technical courses and trails here in the Midwest, it prepares these kids to go anywhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was just in Pisgah; <laughs> The place is amazing. Right. I can't wait to get to Windrock and see and see the steeps there. But enduro is one of those things where if you're if you have the it, it's not necessarily about the vert right you need vertical you need vertical right but it doesn't need to be doesn't need to be from the top of the 14 or down to down to uh sea uh, level right it it, it 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 can be if it has the right elements the right balance and and challenges even the best rider then it's a quality course and and you're, you're we're very lucky here in missouri to be able to have the terrain to do that, and to be able to showcase it, whether it be Shepherd Mountain in a BME or the MES, it's just incredible. I mean, I'm I'm so I'm i having as much fun here as I had out trendy. west. Yeah, the yeah. trails are awesome.
0: Well, and it, you know it's the same thing, kind of the same thought process. I'm sure that's fine. like you know we've got Hidden Valley Ski Resort here in Eureka in town. And it's kind of a feeder resort to get people to go out. And, you know, I see that the same with like our enduro series here by, you know, young people being able to go to it or adults. You know, you do an enduro race here, you know, and it's now you have the confidence to go and do an enduro race, you know, at Big Sky at some other place where normally that wouldn't even be a thought for anybody in Missouri. They're like, I'm not just going to go sign up for an enduro race in Colorado. You know, they would be completely freaked out. So. You know, and again, kind of opens up that the same way mountain biking, I think, does for people. It opens up a whole new world of possibilities, you know, where now, you know, maybe you're not a big traveler, you're not whatever else, but you've done a DME race because you did Shepherds, So now you're comfortable doing some of the other DME races and getting out there. Um, So I just, I think it's really neat. I think it, it, there's very few things in life or very few things that we can do to kind of open up people's worldviews that much or to give them that much opportunity to travel and kind of confidence to do things like that. So I think it's really neat to, to see this race series pick up and, you know, it really is a big deal. And when you guys are putting in all that work out there, you know, that's, it's nothing to kind of shrug off, you know, and uh, I know we appreciate it uh, at shops here because it's growing our base and getting everybody to buy bigger, more fun bikes and more armor and, um You know, and then more trails are showing up because of it. So, um, really important stuff, and you know, I'm glad you guys are doing
2: that. well. And you know, enduro maintains that that fitness component. No, yep. I mean, you're not just you're, you're not just Damn. going. Hey, I'm going to go out and do the chub enduro mm-hmm. tomorrow, right? you still there's still the, know. you know, I'm still to get there. We're all still cross country racers at heart, and I'm the last person who wants to take a shuttle and a chairlift to the top. I want to <laughs> ride up, right? But when I get to the top. I want to find the stupidest thing to cry back down, <laughs> right? You know, I just don't want to you know, flow down the mountain. Give me give me something that that you know, for me rewards me for getting to climb all the way to the top of whatever hill, mountain.
0: I I you know, I'm I there's going to be a lot of rewards at Shepherd this year then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> Saturday
2: I think we're all going to try to mm-hmm. hammer out uh each stage, stage. once because we 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 looked at it last week just to make sure everything was good to go. Um, because we'd only walked it, lopped it, and yeah. and uh, there was some uh, some chit chat that we needed to go address. And it rained, and in my contract, I don't get muddy or, or wet, so
1: they, they are in quotations, but it's in there.
2: The thing is, is that mountain, all, all those trails have this wild, like almost like Pacific Northwest lowman. I'm not, not all the trails. I'm sorry. The, the raw, the, the raw rough cuts on the south side of the, of the mountain. And so they could be ridden in, in a pouring rain. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of, it's great. So we're going to go try and, and hammer out each, uh, each stage on Saturday. And um, so we'll That's the
3: next step up, Greenspieler, Chubb, Ironton. And then we get to have a lot of fun at
2: St.
1: Gnarl's. St. Narls. And that's what month?
3: That's in that is June. June 5th. June 5th. No, was June 6th. 5th. Was it yeah, the 6th? The 5th. Okay. 6th is Monday. I know yeah. it 6th. Oh, is so it? That's his on,
0: birthday. Uh, BME, though, there's going to be a big vendor plaza. I'm sure there's going to be like food vendors and all that kind of stuff mixed in. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What are the other plans? Is, like if, if I was going down to spectate, when would be a good time for me to come?
3: Saturday, for sure. Saturday, Sunday are the big race days. Um, and then we have uh, stage Dave was talking about comes on the front side of the mountain on Saturday, which is the mountain street stage is what it's called right now. And they're going to write an appropriate name for their city, sure. uh, for their, their, their mountain down there for it. But right now, okay. that'll be an easy one because you can park in your downtown and walk up to okay. uh, the bottom of it, not on the trail, but you know, the sides of W, great, great spectator spots on that one, and especially the big rock slab that he's talking about. I mean, is sh-
2: yeah, we haven't decided where Cannonball's going yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem saying that Cannonball's in it because why wouldn't it be in right. it? Yeah. So it's almost <laughs> kind of like Out us or something in the and tour. It's got... on Sunday, the final
3: stage, the people want to park over by the trailhead okay. for the spectators. That's where they'll be going up on that. I mean, both um, places are going to have. Plenty of places to watch. Yeah. If you go to the trailhead, there's more parking over there and easier access to several of the stages, versus just the one on Mountain Street. But that will end the day on Saturday right back in town, bringing all the racers and the spectators back to downtown, back and, into the vendor village, which is where we want everybody around the restaurants.
2: And then there's concerts Friday and Saturday night on the main stage. Okay. Um, and let's then put on by Ironton. That's put on by the city of Ironton. And then uh, is the, it going to
0: be like bluegrass full? So. I you know what I, I'm hoping to get their
2: lineup. I have it I yeah. I, I asked for it because we wanted to include it in our newsletter. So hopefully we see the lineup here soon. Um, and then of course the uh, the the DJ on the mountain if the weather's good yeah. from eleven to one on Saturday. Um, Ten Barrel will be there. Ten Barrel, yeah. Friday,
3: Friday or just Saturday
2: night. A Ten Barrel beer will be there, uh, pouring beer complimentary beers for age qualified racers <laughs> on Saturday and Sunday and then uh <laughs> waiver check right and then uh and, and then uh of course for sale uh 10 barrels our new is, is our new beer sponsor happy as have to have a oregon-based beer on board and uh it's available here in missouri okay. um specialize is our new title sponsor so it's big mountain duro presented by Specialized and jeff jeff mentioned can be more excited the way the industry has stepped up uh this year to uh to uh, em- embrace uh, uh, enduro and and this concept of a of a national series that we've that we've built, we're r- really really excited. You know, Missouri. Then we go to Montana, Big Sky, Montana. Then we go to For Colorado sure. Purgatory, which is Durango, and then Bryan Head, Utah, which is uh, b- Southwest Utah, basically hur- Hurricane area. And then we finish in Bend, Oregon, in September one a month and uh get to travel yeah our bikes yeah (laughs) that's the
0: cool thing and yeah i I guess you know that's another point you guys bring up that i didn't really realize didn't doesn't really exist right now um is a lot of these enduro series are very kind of closed off even like southern enduro series kind of goes into texas and arkansas spreads out a little bit there but yeah it is very regional so it is kind of neat uh, to look at more of a national aspect of things Mm -hmm
2: well and and one thing i've always approached i was involved with um just by by affiliation and working with the town of snowmass we hosted um the Norban nationals multiple years and and i f- i felt they brought in a very they did a fantastic job putting on events um the guys out of california uh but i started to feel like they were doing too many of them and one one thing i but it was at the, you know, it was a different time for mountain biking in general, right? You had cross country, downhill, four cross, dual sololum, super D all happening in one weekend. There was just almost, almost for an organizer, it's almost infinite entry fees to help cover your, your The You know, he'll tell you what it costs to run these things. Um, Enduro doesn't have that luxury. Enduro almost has to be capped. We don't have an infinite, dollars rolling in so we have to manage them very carefully and so we felt the approach for a national series was let's keep it manageable at five make them special make them really special locations um when you go to a bme we want to we want you to think that you're getting the most the highest level courses in a given region and that's and that's what we and that's what we want people to 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 feel that they're getting when they sign up for a big mountain duro
0: Uh, big monitor was in ironton last year it's here this year Mm -hmm. um is there any guarantee of future years so far or
2: oh absolutely we would you know we wrote we we, i you know i can't speak on um um continuous years but we always you know depending on what the calendar looks like and how everything shapes up and we we have to have discussions with the town a lot of discussions i mean it's not just whether bme wants to come back it's it's the town. So there's a lot of discussions to, to be had, uh, but everything's been positive. Um, but we, we like to ro- rotate around, right? because we need, we need to change it up. Um, you know we'll be back at Winter Park, you know, take, taking a break from winter park. We'll be back at Winter Park with some some new some new courses and some new rock you know um, uh, backcountry stages. Um, um, uh, Glorietta. We love Glorietta. Can't, you know? Would love to be uh, go back to Glorietta. So um, you know, we we just we that's why five races is perfect, right. because we can we can go we can go to another location and then we and then we come back when people are you know when it, when we can go back to what we did in year one and it's fresh again.
0: Yeah, that's so. helpful for people, and I think there was a certain familiarity with people coming from you know Iowa, or, uh, Indiana. A lot of folks came down mm-hmm. from Indiana. And there was a familiarity with the area. So it is kind of cool, you know, with these things kind of happening in the same places, people can plan ahead on where they're going to vacation or go ride, and uh, they're going to be familiar with those areas. So is there a, a, any talks of, like, the lodging and stuff down at Shepherd Mountain, since it is going to be a multi-day <laughs> event? Was it it is. Multi-day. It is booked. <laughs>
3: it's booked.
2: Yeah, no, the, booked. The
3: city is pretty much booked completely. They might be able to find some camping spots here and there. Otherwise, they need to look to Farmington and Fredericktown. I mean, Potosi.
2: Yeah. Pitose. And there's camp. Uh, uh, where's a uh, uh, campsite? What's um? Is it Arcadia Outdoor? Arcadia on the backside. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike's Mike backside.
3: spots. I don't know how many spots they have left. But okay. But according to John and or, what else did he tell us from the city? They told us when we were down there last Friday mm. that the city's booked. I mean, you can keep poking around. So if you find something, maybe somebody cancels, but yeah. It's very popular. Yeah. The town's excited. And the people are coming in. Dave is using numbers over a thousand people right. coming in just for the race. Yeah.
0: Makes sense.
3: So. Yeah.
2: It's and though and the media, you know, it was wild. It's it's wild watching the video on and I'm not a social media guy, but it's 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 wild watching the Instagram videos and then the comments on from around the world. Yeah. You know, they're watching our live timing and 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 uh it, it it was it was really neat because you know there's riders that come to this that go around the world and so they have their own fan base that follows them no matter what they're doing and uh, to to see to see that happening here was 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 really great yeah the, the town the town has been nothing but amazing to work with we, we we can't thank them enough for their support and and to be honest um jeff matt myself every enduro rider in the in the region who likes racing and these types of trails really owes a lot to that spot i mean yeah they i said it at the they start a lot of pride in what they're putting
3: together yeah. they, they want it to be presentable and when you come down that it, it looks right it acts right it walks right yeah I mean, they, they do not like it if it's not right they yeah you have to fix it
0: yeah, yeah the folks in ironton are very genuine very nice oh yeah friendly, oh, yeah. friendly folks so uh, very much a Missouri town, so we definitely recommend people yeah. go and stay down there and spend time. I'll, I'll, we just we I'll, just I'll, went I'll, to our Iron Horse Iron Horse the, Inn. The Iron yeah. Horse Inn. Yeah, yeah no, what a saying. great! Also, they're not
3: real, real easy for them because that's where the crew. The Unfortunately, we crew took all their to, rooms. Right? Yeah, with well, <laughs> the band staying there too, but <laughs> This couple, you are talking about genuine, down to earth. I mean, they love what they got set up. It is about people coming in. They are not about making all of the big money or anything like that. They right. want to have a genuine experience when you come in, and they were just awesome talking to us. So, yeah, Iron Horse Inn. It's not BME weekend. Look them up. They got a really nice setup fire pit, ice, refrigerators, places to play out back, uh, camp in their, their yard, all kinds of stuff. so Well, Mount
0: Bikers are the kind of people you want visiting your town, too. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Well, there's just so much to do down there. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. mountain biking, you have the rivers. the uh the civil war uh reenactment reenactment the history down there
0: Um, haunted nunnery i I haven't gotten that far into it but um, apparently
1: there is one
3: (laughs) nothing
0: there's an ice cream shop there and there's also rooms there you can stay at the haunted nunnery. i won't be staying there (laughs) we had the owner's son who was like i don't know a 12 year old kid took us for a tour around the place that was even creepier It was awesome, but no. Yeah, really cool town. So, yeah, that's it. We're about an hour we're in. So um, I appreciate you guys' time. Um, Let everybody know about um, how everything's gone. I'm sure we'll talk again.
1: Yeah, um, we'll be definitely talking. St. Niles Ar- Reg open? So, so you know, so uh, uh, St. Niles registration Reg. is open. Uh, it, it's uh, Oh, there's Buffalo. some sneaky peeks coming. There is some. I, I got to give a shout out to the bike club back bike club guys and Chris Kaplinger and all that big group there. Uh, they're the ones who that they're the ones who are directing us in the which direction we need to go to put it in stages and they're helping them put those in and we will again have another uh, urban stage there at uh, Good News Brewery cool. you know, Augusta. in Augusta.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So okay. everybody show up to those, even if you're not racing, really showing up makes good things happen.
1: That's right.